mini episode of Music Raygun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I am Kirk Pinchon. Uh, how you doing, Kirk? Quite well, thank you for asking. Yeah, a little, I'm yeah. a little snotty, a little nasally, but other than you, that, you got the you got the crud too. Huh? Yeah, I'm just getting it over it myself. I took over the crud, so people are hearing two nasally snot-nosed assholes. Voices. Well, that's always us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Snot-nosed assholes. That's right. That's the name of our new podcast. Yeah, that was going to be the name of this one. It was All Night Long Box. <laughs> then it was a couple of snot-nosed assholes. <laughs> and then we finally settled on music right Strong choices we made. Yeah. Uh, you were telling me you have a couple of clarifications. I do have some clarifications. Okay. So, um, in our last episode of Girl Groups, mm-hmm. uh, clarification number one, we talked about Climax in the L.A. Uh, episode because they're from L.A. Oh, oh, that's right. We were saying we couldn't remember when we yes, talked about couldn't remember. That was from L.A. Sure. Okay, great. And then in talking about Vanity's other single besides Nasty uh, Girl, Nasty Girl yeah. I said she's so he's so shy. It's he's so dull. Oh, okay. He's yeah, so yeah. dull, which is a really weird new wavy song that's not that good. But it's still kind of Vanity Six bitchy because he's just they're just talking about a guy who's so dull. That makes way more sense. Like Vanity yes. would not even think about a guy who's shy or notice a guy who's <laughs> yes. shy, let alone perform a song about exactly. it. Exactly. And he's so shy is a pointer sister song. Ah, so Oh right, right, right. right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's are my clarifications. Okay. Um you want to open up the listener mailbag and keep talking about Vanity Six? God damn right I do. I found out something about Vanity Six after we recorded the episode. Mm-hmm. And I told you about it. Yes. And right after I told you about it, my father sent me an email to point out the information I had just read. Because <laughs> of course he knew this. Uh, because, I'm, first of all, I'm yeah. impressed that he knows that because I would figure Vanity Six is not in his wheelhouse. Yeah, but... Well, I'll explain. Okay, okay, okay explain. He, right. he sent a quick email and all he said was, Brenda Bennett of Vanity Six lives in Jamestown, Rhode Island and is a member of the Rhode Island Music Hall of Fame. Ah. She was once a member of the Ken Lyons Tombstone Band that played for many years around here. Wow. I didn't know that last part. Is Jamestown close to Providence? No, Jamestown's in the southern part of the okay. state. Um, but yeah, she's she's from Rhode Island. She still lives in Rhode Island now. She's a Rhode Islander. So I don't... Well, I mean, my dad loves Prince. Yeah. And I'm sure he knew about Vanity Six. But also just Rhode Island being such a small state. It's like Canada. Like, we know <laughs> every Rhode Island star. And I was ashamed that I didn't already know. Yeah, shame on you. You should know your heroes. Six. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, great, though. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so Vanity, uh, Brenda from Vanity Six is from Rhode Island. Another reason to like them. Yeah. My father also wanted me... He didn't, like, shame me, but he pointed out in his email that we didn't talk about the Andantes. Now, I really wanted to talk about the Andantes in our Girl Groups episode. They were my first choice to talk about in the Uh episode, but it was difficult to pick groups who had, like... Sometimes we're hamstrung by what's available on YouTube. Yes. And the Andante, you know who the Andantes are? I have are? no idea. Who you they know are. who the Funk Brothers were? Yeah. Okay, they were the Motown house band. Yeah. The Andantes were like the in house girl group who sang backups on oh. like every Motown. Song. And they, were they an actual girl group? They were... did record a couple singles oh, of their shit. own, but for the most part, they were the in house. Like studio girl. Oh wow! And they do the background vocals on my favorite song of all time, which is "Ain't That Peculiar" by Marvin Gaye. Oh wow! So I really wanted to find like a video that yeah. had something to do with "Ain't That Peculiar," but 
there wasn't really anything featuring the Andantes that I thought was interesting enough to make the episode. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that got pointed out to me, and I was like, damn it, I really wanted to talk about that. I was like, Dad, I know. No, I was totally like that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you don't fucking have to tell me about the Andantes. Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm your son. Come on, man. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, but you didn't know about Brenda from Vanity Six, did you, Grasshopper? <laughs> yeah. And I'm it's like, like Shame well, it's true. Yeah, it's true. He's still sensei. Uh, dads uh, always know more. Right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'm not denying it. But uh, yeah, so the Andantes. Uh, you also told me you wanted to ask me a question. I wanted to ask you a question yeah. right up your alley. Um, surprise question. I yeah, don't sur- know what's Surprise question. I just said I was going to come in with this. Because I've been seeing it around town a lot. Is um, uh, billboards and posters for Epic's punk documentary, four-part documentary called Punk. Okay. Uh, I don't get Epic's. I don't know anyone who gets Epic's. Yeah. So, but it's a two-part question. Because mm-hmm. I've seen them around town have have I heard of this? No. Okay. Do I know what Epics is? Also, no. Yeah. Epics is like stars. Yes. Or like exactly. Premium cable channel. That's, but that yeah. that no one I know has. But there's yeah. apparently some good shows on. So this punk documentary is produced by Iggy Pop huh. and some other punk producer whose name you probably know that I don't remember. <laughs> um, the posters are black and white posters of Iggy Pop and Debbie Harry in their prime. Sure. Like performing. Yeah. But then there are like these faux graffiti X's and and circles around it that are blatantly graphic designs. And I call bullshit on that. Do you call bullshit on that as not being punk? I don't know. I'd have to see them because I don't, I can't picture what you're. It looks like really nice. Like it's supposed to look like, oh, some punk came in and graffitied this poster. Oh, Oh, but it's too obviously manufactured. Yes, and it's on every poster. Well, yeah, that is bullshit. But also, it's a billboard for a punk documentary on a premium cable channel. So it's already not punk. So yeah, fine. Okay. So Even though it's produced by Iggy Pop. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying I have a problem with this documentary. Yes. I'll probably seek it out and enjoy it. Yeah. But it's 40 year old music. You know, it's a it's a documentary, presumably with a lot of studio money behind it. It's not like yeah. it's DIY, exactly. Yeah. So if the billboard doesn't look properly DIY, big deal. Okay. Like, I'm not going to complain about that unless I'm just going to be snobby about the whole thing, and I'm not snobby about the whole. Oh, thing, okay. So whatever. All right. Yeah. Second part. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, let me read about what exactly like a review of it, and in the review, the writer. <laughs> Wrote about uh, they kind of had a, a a panel with um, Iggy Pop. I think it was Iggy Pop, Henry Rollins, Johnny Rotten, and Marky Marky Ramone. Ramone? I yeah. keep I keep fucking in my head saying Marky Post. Ma- Marky Ramone. I, mean, I keep thinking Marky, Marky Post. Ramone and Marky Post together at last. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> apparently at this panel. Johnny Rotten and Marky Post. Post. <laughs> Marky. Now I keep saying Marky Malone in my head. Marky Ramone yeah. got into a, a, a heated argument. And I want to know if you. No think, shit. Yeah. Oh, John Lydon got into an <laughs> argument with someone? Yeah. Yeah. So here's my two questions Are they true? Johnny Rotten said to Marky Ramone, You're not even a real Ramone. Ooh. True? False. False. Okay. Was he, he wasn't that? he wasn't an original member. Okay. Um but he's the real I mean he's he was their drummer for most of their Tommy Ramone was their original drummer. Mm-hmm. He played on their first three albums, I think. 
But he was always mainly there, like manager slash producer mm-hmm. slash like engineer. Oh, okay. And okay. so he sort of got out from behind the kit after, and he was like, "I just want to like, he's like, I don't want to be in the band anymore." So they needed still to work with the band. Yeah. So they needed a drummer. So they got Marky. Okay. Who who had played with like Richard Hell before? Like he's a punk, and he's a Ramon, and that's just Johnny Ryan okay. being shitty. Perfect. Because this segues into what Marky said in response. Yeah. Marky said two things, and I just remembered it because you mentioned that name. He said, one, you totally stole your style from Richard... Hell. Hell. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And then he said, and Sid Vicious was the real star of the group. Well, no. that I, I don't agree that okay. Sid Vicious... Interesting. I mean, he okay. is and he isn't. Sid Vicious is famous for being... Not a star, and even too incompetent a musician to play punk music. Yeah, terrible bassist. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the thing about Rotten stealing his whole thing from Richard Hell, yeah, is some good shade. I don't think it's entirely accurate, okay. but but I do like it in the sense that we've talked about uh, when we talked about punk before. Like I like those original New York punks. Yeah, like those guys from punk magazines where it's just like yeah. You know, snotty guys with dirty t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to that Vivian Westwood, Malcolm McLaren, like, fashionable British yeah. punk. Yeah. With the Liberty Spikes and the zippers yeah. and, and all that. Um, which you could you could make the claim that that whole style is just sort of stealing punk and making okay. it a fashion yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which... In that sense, maybe Johnny Rotten and the Sex Pistols stole from Richard because Richard Hell is like the original punk. Okay, you know? okay, um, but but it's just they're both just throwing shit at each other. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah. I like, think it, I think the video is somewhere. You might be able to check it out. Yeah, I gotta find it. Yeah, yeah I figured yeah. you'd like that. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> My pleasure. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's a mini episode, not a regular episode. Right. We, I could spend forty five minutes <laughs> talking about this. Do punk part two. Yeah, but now it's time for Don't at Me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the mini-episode when Kirk and I each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us. Don't care. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to go first or second? Uh, it's up to you. I went first last time, so it's totally up to you. I'll go first this time. All right. Uh, I have something to say. Okay. This is going to be a little controversial, I think, with a lot of music fans. Okay. Uh, if you If you listen primarily to rock and pop music... And you're snobby about collecting vinyl. You suck. Rock and roll is dumb and working class and gloriously so. So it's not meant to be listened to on expensive audio equipment only rich assholes can afford. It's meant for high schoolers to listen to on shitty car stereo speakers while smoking dope and getting their girlfriends pregnant in the back seat. The worse it sounds, the better it sounds. Don't at me. All right. Your turn. <laughs> I'm doing a thing <laughs> that only Paul can see, yeah. and we'll leave it at that. Uh, mine is very short. They don't know if you're applauding silently or flipping me <laughs> exactly. off. Exactly. We're going to leave it at that mm-hmm. and let them imagine. Um, okay. Starship is way better than Jefferson Airplane, but not nearly as good as Jefferson Starship. Don't at me. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm not adding you, but can you repeat it? Starship yeah. is way better than Jefferson Airplane, but not nearly as good as Jefferson Starship. Okay, right. Okay, yes. gotcha. Clarification. So you like Starship better than Jeff- Jefferson Airplane? Yes. You like the band that did We Built This City better than the band that did 
White Rabbit. A hundred times. Okay, just yes. okay. <laughs> for clarification services. Yes, not they, offering an opinion. No, just, just clear sure it. I've got and it. they all pale to the band that did Jane and Find Your Way Back. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that is your opinion. I may share that opinion. <laughs> I may not share that we opinion. We won't know. I'm not going to at you about yeah. it, though. Uh, but now it's time for a music trivia quiz. All right. This is the part of the mini-episode when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the music-themed expansion pack for the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so all of these trivia questions are about music from before 1985. So, Kirk, what does that mean it about means this means it's question? extremely difficult, even though I won last week. It's pretty difficult. And you did finally break your losing streak. <laughs> yes, week. I did. And it's very hard. And it's very stressful. Um, yeah, but I think now that it's my turn yeah. to get back, that uh, I'll ask you your questions first. Sure. So choose your card from the, from the deck. Careful. Careful choice. Okay. Yeah. Uh... I wonder if we're going to get to the point where we start getting questions we've already asked. I mean, there's thousands of questions here, and we only do an episode every two weeks. Yeah. But eventually it's going to happen. That'd be great. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, okay. First category is cover notes. Who places the ornament atop the tree on the cover of the Beach Boys Christmas album? God. You don't know? You can guess if you know the names of the band. Um... Which Beach Boy is placing the ornament? It doesn't say star, it says ornament, but atop the tree. I'm going to say Carl. You're incorrect. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I know I got it wrong. Dennis? That's correct. Oh, yeah, shit. It's Dennis, yeah. There is a Carl. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But Dennis was putting the star. Okay. And Charlie Charlie Manson's underneath the tree just saying, do it, Dennis. No, he's not. No, no. <laughs> I was like, oh my <laughs> God. No, but Dennis was the Beach Boy yeah. that, that was friends with That's Charles right. Manson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I can never think of Dennis Wilson without, without thinking Charles, Charles Manson. Manson. Uh, your mother should know. Your grandmother should know. What trumpeter headed the studio jazz band Bunny's Blue Boys? What trumpeter headed the studio jazz band Bunny's Blue Boys? Benny Goodman. Bunny Berrigan. I was going to say Bunny, but I would have never gotten the last name. Yeah. So I thought maybe it was something else. I'm completely lost there. Yeah. 1950s. What morning sees Fats Domino admit, quote, my head is bad, unquote, in Blue Monday? What morning sees Fats Domino admit, my head is bad in Blue Monday? Monday? If you have to guess, <laughs> I would have guessed the same thing, but no. Sunday morning. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a tricky, tricky. Yeah. Uh, 1960s. Uh, what American group's most operatic effort is Caramia? Say it again. What American group's most operatic effort is Caramia? That's capital C A R A, capital M I A. And what uh, what, what, what what genre? Where, where are we at? This is what American group? No, what? Oh, nineteen uh, sixties. Since the sixties, yes. And say it one more time. <laughs> yep. What American group's most operatic effort is Caramia? There's a big fat hint right in that in that question. It's a big hint in the clue. It's uh, say it again. Sure. Jesus Christ. What American group's most operatic effort is Caramia? 
from the 60s. From the 60s. America. Incorrect. I don't know what it is. But you did lock on to the clue. What? Jay and the Americans. I don't even know what that is. You've never heard of Jay and the Americans? never heard of Jay and the Americans. Ever. Okay. Wow. Yep. I've got zero. Zero. You can still get two. After the Beatles is usually the easiest category for me and you. (coughs) Excuse me. Who joins Art Garfunkel and James Taylor on a version of Sam Cooke's Wonderful World? Who joins Art Garfunkel and James Taylor on a version of oh, Sam Cooke's Wonderful World? It could be so many people. I'm going to say Paul Simon. I yes, that's correct. <laughs> I'm so glad you got that. Yeah. I, don't know, I just wanted to. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I needed one at least. Yeah, Paul Simon. Oh, good God. Yep. All right, for two. Anything goes is the category. What Italian violin virtuoso purposely broke strings and played on to wow audiences? What Italian violin virtuoso purposefully broke strings and played on to wow audiences? Diaboli. Frank Zappa. I don't know. I was no, making a name up. Niccolo Paganini. Oh, jeez. Hui. Hui, hui. Sorry. All right, I, I, got I, don't, one. I don't know who he is either. I'm always zero on classical yes. music. I didn't shit the bed, but this is going to be a rough one. Yeah, one. One. So, so far, by the way, just to remind listeners, two mini episodes ago, I got five and you got one. Yes. On the last one, you got five and I got Ooh, one. So if the pattern sweet. continues and you got one, I expect to get five correct. <laughs> yeah, right I, yeah. I mean, it follows not, the, not even do I expect it. That's the level at which I think this par right now. Yeah. Like, I have I, to... If I don't get five or six, I haven't done it. You haven't really won. Yeah, yeah. You're demanding it. All right, you're taking right. this one right yeah. here? Yeah, that's All the right, one. here that's we go. One. What producer... Uh, cover notes. Mm-hmm. What producer admitted, I knew Roar Orbison's voice was pure gold, but I felt he'd be dead inside a month if people saw him. <laughs> what producer admitted... Phil Spector. Sam Phillips. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes more sense. Mom, what Disney character popularized I've Got No Strings? Uh, Pinocchio. Correct. 50s, what band leader called his orchestra's 1950 U.S. tour Innovations in Modern Music? What band leader called his orchestra's 1950 U.S. tour Innovations in Modern Music? I mean, it could be anyone. It could literally be anyone. Uh, so I'm just gonna go uh, for band leader. Nineteen. The year is 1950. The year is 1950. It's just gonna be a wild guess. So I'm gonna say the first name that came to me. All right, Sun Ra, Stan Kenton. Don't even know who that. I is. know the name Stan Kenton. <laughs> okay. Other than that, no. All right. I really mm-hmm. wanted it to be Sun Ra. That'd be amazing. Sixties. Yeah. What Beach Boys song observe? I'm sorry. Which Beach Boys song observes surfing's getting bigger from Hawaii to the shores of Peru? <laughs> okay, so it's a, it's it's that song of theirs about surfing. <laughs> yeah, but I can't remember the name of it. Surfing's surfing's getting bigger from Hawaii to, to Peru the sh- to the shores of Peru. Right, then I know it's not Surfing USA. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm going to say Surf and Safari. That is correct. All right. All right. So you won. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, I did. Your, your streak is over. <laughs> now it's Expo Mission. Yeah. All right. You have two. But I can't get that five. You can't get that five. Can't so get deep that five. in your heart, you failed. Yes. Yes. 
after Beatles, what country superstar noted convicts are the best audiences I ever played for? Johnny Cash. Yes. Three. All right. Last one for four. Anything goes. What's composer Johann Rudolf Zumstieg's distinction in most musicals, most music encyclopedias? Zumstieg? What's what's composer Johann Rudolf Zumstieg's distinction in most music encyclopedias? Is that Z U M P S T E I G? No, Z U M S T. E E G. Oh, there's no P in there. Yeah, Zum Zumsteegs. Old Zumpy. Uh, what did Zumpy do? Uh, Zump. Can you read the question one more time, please? What's composer Johann Rudolf Zumsteegs' distinction in most musical encyclopedias? I don't. I don't even have a guess. I have no idea. You're gonna kick yourself. The last alphabetical listing. Oh, shut up. Yeah, fuck. That's not even music trivia. Fuck you, yeah. music trivia. That's, even though I lost, that's bullshit. That, yeah, I'm fine. I won. But if I had needed mm. one more to win and yeah. got that question, I would have been so upset. Yeah, that would have ruined the whole yeah. fucking night. I think that's also the last question they wrote for this expansion pack. <laughs> they literally just they were like, I don't know. what. Who's the last person in the classical music? It's like, hey, John, who's the last person listed in that uh, music encyclopedia? Who? What did he do? Nothing really? Okay, let's just say just, that he's the last person listed. Fine. But yeah. We gotta okay. go. We gotta go to print. Okay. <laughs> but that's the end of the mini episode. Bye. Bye.